Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. The Fan Zone Podcast episode 16. And obviously this time it is a guest episode. So thanks for joining us. Hope you've had a good week so far. Joining myself this evening is obviously the regulars in Colin and Ange. And as you can tell, we're joined by a very special guest this evening. Uh, our special guest today, the man behind Inside Match Day, Fan Cam, all your favourite Bolton Wanderers videos. This is the man responsible for them. Uh, so today, of course, we're joined by the one and only Marcus Harrison. How are you doing, Marcus? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. No, you're very welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I know a few people have been excited for this one, and of course we are as well. Uh, those of you who are watching at home, we want to drop you a reminder, as always. Uh, you can now catch the latest episodes of The Fan Zone on Spotify, so if you have to, for some reason, leave us halfway through, you know where to find us. You can either watch back on YouTube or you can catch us on Spotify the next day. All the episodes are available just at the click of a button. And whatever platform you're watching on, drop us a like. Uh, it, we do appreciate it. You can find all our socials at the bottom of the screen there. So uh, go and give us a follow over on there. And uh, yeah, without further ado, let's let's kick off. So our first question for you, which is probably one you're not expecting, I'll be honest. Um, we have a, a little bit of a tradition uh, with our guests that come on. So we always ask them the same question. And that question is, imagine you wake up on a, on a Saturday and you're having a full English, right? What goes on your plate? What what consists of full English for Marcus? Um, to be fair, a better question would be what doesn't. Um, ah, anything, like <laughs> uh, almost anything. Um, all the obvious, the bacon, sausage, egg. Um, probably not a tomato. That's the only one that I'd probably say. Uh, no black pudding other than that, just the standard. Um, mushrooms, though, they go on. So, yeah. Absolutely. Now, we've got to ask you, what type of eggs do you have? Because this has caused some... Heated debate. In the because I like a poached, I get grief. I actually don't think I've ever had a poached egg. I don't, I'd probably just have fried egg. I don't think I've ever had a poached egg. I don't know why, but I, I can't remember if I've ever had one. Not recently, anyway. So, just fried. Scrambled, maybe. Scrambled. That's a good shout. I think poached egg might be a war crime. I think you might have to go and see someone about oh, that. Oh, <laughs> it's just a fried, but a bit healthier. I just can't be doing it. Can't be doing it. You've got to have a dip here. you got to have Right, so let's crack on with the questions. Um, obviously, it's really good to have you on. We do appreciate it. Uh, and if you are watching at home, there will be an opportunity for you to ask questions uh, at the end. All we'd ask is that you just hold your horses and wait a little minute. Um, but yes, if you want to drop them in, we'll get back to them at some point. Um, and Malk's not happy with the tomato call. He said, no tomatoes, Marcus, shame on you. <laughs> yeah, They're that's not a, a bad question to start with, isn't it? Everyone <laughs> <clears throat> and do you want to kick us off yes so i'm gonna go back in time we've got a 10 year old marcus in front of us um mm -hmm. what what would he have said he wanted to be when he grows up uh that's dead easy a pilot for for a long long time i wanted to be a pilot um and to be honest to some extent i still would if i could it's something i always wanted to do which is probably why i fly the drones like i do um I did flying lessons, I did all sorts of stuff, but it just couldn't be a worse time to want to be a pilot when COVID hit, really. So all the pilots in their jobs all lost their jobs, so ended up moving away from that pretty quickly, but it was something I always wanted to do when I was younger. Very nice. Good choice, that. Good choice. Rumour has it, 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 
it pay, pays pretty well as well, then it's apparently so that would be yeah, decent uniform. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although apparently you don't even have to fly planes that much now, do you? They just fly themselves, so that would have been a hell of a no, yeah. Yeah, just uh, um, stick them on auto. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got your next question. Uh, so, how did you go from wanting to be uh, a pilot to becoming a videographer? Um, I always had a passion for video anyway. Um, so, alongside the pilot stuff, I'd always wanted to do um, not necessarily as a job, but I always liked doing making videos, editing videos, stuff like that. Um, but because of the the what the liking of flying as well, it kind of led me into drones. So, once I got the drone. Then got better video stuff, but it's just kind of all kind of led into that eventually. Um, so I bought my first drone and then started doing a little bit of voluntary work here and there where I could. And um, one thing kind of led to another, and I'm sat here now doing it full time. But yeah, it's, it's something I've always wanted to do, really. Just probably not as a job. It never been really crossed my mind that I could maybe do it for a job when I was younger. Could you, um, could you envision... Uh, a side question on that: Could you could you envision doing more drone work around the club, or um, kind of what would you know idea what that would look like? Or because obviously I know you do really good work at the moment with that, so it'd be mm. nice. Yeah, I think um, the thing with the drone was with, the, I mean, there was three passions: there was flying, filming, and Bolt Mondras. So to fly a drone that films at Bolt Mondras kind of made sense. <laughs> um, so yeah, started that off, and then I just use it where I can now, really. Um, I've, I've tried to bring it in at away grounds, but it's an absolute nightmare. So I don't not be happening very often. But um, if I can even inside match day when I'm away from home, if, if it's possible, I think I did it at Shrewsbury this season. I can try it there as well um, at away games. But the drone's a brilliant tool. makes my life 10 times easier and it's really, really good. But it's just about where you can implement it, really. And I think I've filmed just about every inch of that stadium from the sky over the years. So <laughs> there's not much more that should be filmed from, from there for a far stadium, I'll be honest. <clears throat> I, we've just had a comment in from David Green, and he said, uh, "Big things up, big thumbs up to Marcus with the Wall of Fame behind him. Very impressed." Uh, we were commenting on that before we came on live. Um, uh, <laughs> a few names up there, one in particular that I'm sure will stand out to a lot of people. Yeah, um, I've got a question for you, and it's uh, it's a bit of a weird one. So I, outside of this, I do marketing as a job, which is similar to video. Obviously, I'm involved with video quite a lot in the work that I do. And uh, one funny conversation I have quite a lot of the time is with my parents not actually understanding what I do. So if, if you were to sort of get your parents here and, and ask them, what, how would your parents describe what you do? What would they say? Um, I think it probably depends who they're describing it to. My dad's a big Bolton fan, um, so he'd instantly just go straight to it. He works at the football club doing the video. Um, but I think, I'm not sure really. It'd just be kind of maybe overlaying what I what I do at the football club, maybe sort of saying filming pretty much anything you see on the social media, I've probably filmed it and edited it. Um but yeah, they probably just say that. I'm I'm don't know. I don't really know what they'd say, but my dad definitely just straight in with the football club. He's, he loves the fact that I work <laughs> at the football club, I think. So it's keen to name drop. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um and he loves the uh I think he loves the attention that I get as well. <laughs> I bet he wants that Esky shirt behind your head, doesn't he? <laughs> oh yeah, I think I think I had to uh, fight to get that. Yeah, I think if he had it his his, his own way, he'd probably have it over his own bed, wouldn't he? I would imagine. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> a bit of a random shirt, isn't it? That to, to have on your wall, but it's um, no, it's good. I like it. It's, it's different, isn't it? It's so, good. It's a good one. 
Um, so, Marcus, obviously yep. you are where you are now, um, and I'm sure there's people out there that would like to get into your line of work. So yep. what are the three most important skills that you've picked up along the way to help you become a videographer? I think the biggest thing and the most important thing is um, getting yourself a portfolio. Now, whether that's doing it for free or doing it for very little, um, I think if you just get out there and film whatever you can, it makes a massive difference. Because the problem is with videography, people want to see what you've done. You can't even just say, oh, I've done this, that and the other, because the next question is, well, let's see it because of the nature of it. Um, so just, I think, getting out there and just filming anything you can film for anybody you can get with um, is is exactly what you should do. It's what I did. I started off um, and wanted to do work at Bolton. I was probably too young. I was about 16 uh, to work for Bolton Wanderers. So I, I went and did it for the ladies' team at the time. I did. I mean, when I look back, it's not very good stuff, but it was uh, getting myself out there. Um, started using the drone a little bit more while I was there, and then that led to opportunities here. Um, I think if you actually go out there and do whatever you can, for probably very little it's really well worth it in this sort of line of work having something to show um is a massive thing so i definitely say getting out there and showing what you can do um and the other thing is being kind of having a good eye for detail um i've learned quite quickly that particularly in the football club if you miss anything you regret it <laughs> it'll be all over social media so you've, you've got to make sure you're on it and you're listening to everything and particularly like of crowds because there's all sorts of stuff that's said um i think that's a really important thing if you're looking at working in, in football in particular um but yeah just having a good work ethic as well it's it's football in particular is a really weird um industry because you could put loads of effort into your work and it won't really matter how many uh how much hours you've put into it because at the end of the day if you lose no one's going to watch it really it's not going to get anywhere near the views that a win would get so you just got to keep keep putting on you're all into it even if you're thinking that it's not worth it because if you're going through a sticky spell no one's going to watch your stuff anyway but when you win it it makes it all worth it so it's just probably keeping going throughout really i bet you're um this isn't the next question i'm just going to elaborate on what i bet you're um, a massive fan of the the goals that we scored in the last 10 minutes then aren't you yeah oh it's brilliant Lame. yeah it's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's I mean, it really, it's really helped um, create the sort of feel that Inter match day's got them goals and the quality of the goals as well. You look at the goal against Barnsley, um, what a what a goal! And the fact that he ran right in front of me was perfect as well because half the time they run to the side of the the, uh, the other side of the net and I'm in trouble. <laughs> we've then, seen so. you, we've seen you trying to catch <laughs> yeah. up with him. <laughs> yeah, as long, as long as no one recalls me running, it's fine. Uh, that's not a sight that anyone needs to see. But um, yeah, if you know if if I can get that sort of thing it's brilliant and luckily for me I think every time I've scored a winner other than Burton they've celebrated right in front of me and it's been just a case of getting as much as I can really Do you reckon they get together and go oh shall we celebrate in front of them? <laughs> yeah should we just mark us up completely I know for a fact they do but they don't say we'll celebrate in front of him they'll say we're going to go the other way so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um Another side question, actually, going back to what you said a, a minute ago about like um, what how you will get into the industry and kind of like what you need to do to kind of get your, your name out there. What you're saying again against that is don't be afraid to kind of go out your comfort zone. Is that what you're kind of referring to? Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, I started off relatively young when I was doing the stuff with the ladies' team. I was only 16, and I'm you yeah. know I'm trying to help them out, and obviously it's for free, but 
it's totally out of your comfort zone at that age to be. Because um, when you're volunteering at something like that, you're pretty much having to do almost everything. So, you, you know, you're straight out of your comfort zone before you even begin. Um, but the more of that you can do and the more exposure you can get for the stuff that you do, it's, it's well worth it, even if it is for free. And I've worked for a good couple of years where I got almost nothing back and that's, I was there every day or every couple of days. And it's just well worth it. It gets you gets you out there and you meet people. But for me, that's the biggest thing. I think people leaving university and stuff like that, you just get out there and whatever level you can, whatever the best level you can. I know it's not ideal if you're not getting paid, but it's well worth it because you can can really show off what you can do. Yeah. Um, I guess. So go, go on. on. No, no, go on, man. You should that, don't worry, man. What's what's one thing you wish someone had told you before you started? Obviously, we talked about uh, getting a portfolio together and things like that. But if there's sort of one piece of advice that you wish you knew that might have made your career path a little bit different or, or helped you along the way a little bit faster, what's one thing that you wish someone would have told you before you got started? Um, that's a good question. I'd say probably be not to be afraid of sort of stepping out of the norm or the usual. Um, because when I think to like what I do, you don't. You, most videographers that stand at the side of the pitch, particularly in, in the AFL, will stand there with a tripod. And I kind of started off like that. And I thought, well, why am I doing this? I've, I've got a gimbal. Let's put the, put the camera on the gimbal, and I can now move around. Um, you know, no, I don't. I've not really seen anyone else that stands there for ninety minutes with that in your hand. It's well heavy. So uh, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to try that. And when they score, I don't know whether I'm allowed to run around the side of the pitch or not. But I'm going to do it anyway. Um, <laughs> and I do. And I get what what I get. And I think if if I sort of figured that out earlier, people would have probably liked inside match day even more earlier. Um, it's just been a case of I think with anything, if you if you just try and create something unique, then you're going to go far. And um, for me, it was just trying to step out of the norm and create something that you don't really see every day. And I think at the minute in so much is definitely like that. Um, even similar things in the, at our level, a lot of the lads are kind of static and they're just with the tripod, but I stand there with that, that big gimbal for 90 minutes, but it's worth it when you score because you can just go straight over to them. Um, it just helps massively. And I'm, I'm glad that I kind of came up with that idea when I did. <laughs> so with that in mind, Marcus, what is something that, you regret or something that failed but it's kind of taught you a big lesson about what what works or what doesn't um i'm not sure really i think i'm not really sure at all i think what i would say is when i first started the the videography stuff here i was a little bit worried about stepping out of line and doing stuff differently so if you could almost go back to when i started you wouldn't notice any difference from people before me to now it looked exactly the same as then when I kind of decided I was going to put my own footprint on it it looked totally different um, and I wish I'd done that earlier really because the difference between like the stuff now and even the start of this season is massive but really I could have done that last year I was just a bit too scared and if I'd just been more sort of outgoing with it we could have been um, having it last season as well but it's it's I don't really regret anything I kind of I kind of like the way it's gone, um, really. I've learned a lot along the way um, and just keep trying to get better, really. You could say probably that bravery would be one of those kind of skills that don't be scared to try something that people have mm. not done before because mm. it, might work it might be brilliant. Yeah, well, like, like I said, they're running at the side of the pitch. I can't imagine that 
it's particularly popular um, with <laughs> stadium safety officers and stuff like that. I, I know for a fact it's not when I go away from home because I just get trouble all the time. But it's it's worth pushing the boundaries a little bit if you can because what you can get really it's you know I'm not causing any harm, but I'm doing something that I don't think many people do um, at this level or probably maybe a bit more now. But when I first started, it, it was some kind of a oh you, you're doing that. I'm like yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a go and it's worth it really. So. It's just about, like you say, being brave and seeing what you can do that others maybe don't do. So I guess there's no, um, another side question on that, I guess there's no real manual, is there, to kind of what you should and shouldn't do. It's like, obviously, there's going to be a, a boundary, mm. of course, but yeah. is there something um, that you can refer to to kind of check on what you're doing is right or wrong or, or what? Not really. I think when you go away, you get sort of, you, you will get given instructions what you can and can't do. Um mm. And it depends sort of where you are to what the instructions are. Um, for example, if you're at Hillsborough, where it's packed, you're going to get told you, you've got to sit down, you've got to sit down there, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, or, you know, it, it differs from ground to ground. At our ground, we're really lenient with with myself, obviously, and, and the away team. But well, sometimes it's not like that. Um, you know, sometimes the home team can do what they want and they, you can't do anything. It's 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 a... <laughs> It's a bit of a mix, really. Um, but you just get told when you get there. Oh, I'm the worst. Yeah, my colleagues hate it when I go away because <laughs> I just don't take it. I'm just like, right, I'm just going to do whatever he's doing. If he's doing it, I can do it, but it doesn't always go down too well. Um, yeah, sorry, but, I, didn't, I didn't. I missed that when you said that. I didn't realise. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. To be honest, I don't, I, I'll never do anything that's too out of order. It's just whatever, you know, if the, if the lads have scored, I'm going to try and get to them and, and get what I can. But um, yes, it, 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 it's just a game of sort of doing what you can without pushing it too far, really. Um, next question. Uh, obviously, you're a Bolton Wanderers fan. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in terms of the opportunity itself to become the club's videographer, um, was it as simple as just applying for the vacancy? How did that come about? Um, I already did some sort of work within the football club, um, doing some filming elsewhere. It wasn't really for the media department. It was for um, behind the scenes on the training ground, whether it was training videos or um, on a match head, people on the gantry. When it came up, obviously, um, I've got a lot of stuff that I had been doing for the media department, even though I was working on the, more the training ground side of things. So um, I'd already done quite a lot of stuff for um, the media team. Stuff like the gold cams was going, even though... Even though I was wasn't working with the media team, I was still doing the goal counts for the media team. So as soon as the role came up, it was like this is perfect. I'm I'm going to give it a go, and I was successful. Excellent. And um, again, side question: Is it how long have you been doing it for? Is it three years now? Uh, I've been at the club for about that long. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And the video stuff is probably about. I'm sure it was the first of March. I think last year. So it's nearly a year. So now you're sort of you're at Bolton and you've been there for quite a while. Um, how's it treating you? How are you enjoying it? Um, yeah, how's it going? I love it. It's um, you know every day is different. It's nice, totally different. You know, if you're on the training ground, it's you know you, you've got a smile on your face the whole time you're there. It's just you know it's it's a brilliant atmosphere over there. Um, but when you're at the stadium, you've got it's a totally different line of work. Then you're in the office, in almost like an office environment. Um, and then you've got the matches. It's just, it's almost chaos. It's different all the time. Uh, one minute you're in the office, next minute you're in Portsmouth at 3 a.m. on a, a Saturday night or something. It's 
it's chaos. But I love it. It's the, the fact it's totally different every week is brilliant. Um, it's just and with it being your club as well, you can't get much better than that. But yeah, sometimes you just you, you're thinking, where what what's going on here? Where am I? I'm 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 on the M6 somewhere after in the morning <laughs> editing <laughs> something. It's just like it's not like any other job. I don't think it is uh, a, a really random one, but I just love it. It's brilliant. I think that's one um, one thing that a lot of people crave in in the working life is variety. So you shouldn't, yeah. you know, you shouldn't. Uh, or even to just enjoy it. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. I think, especially when you, you're seeing it for yourself as a fan, um, it's not like I'm working mm. at a club that I don't really have any, you know, alliances to. Yeah. When it's a club like like this that I'm obviously obsessed with, it's it's brilliant to see how the lads train or how they all interact with each other and with you. Um, and then going to the games and getting the sort of access that I've got, it's just, you know, it's brilliant. I love it. Um, like I say, every week's different, totally different. All around the country, all sorts of stuff. It's just fantastic. I love it. So with that in mind, kind of leads me on to my next question, where obviously with the job title of videographer, people will assume you make videos. Um, but what is like a working day for you? Like, what, what from the start to the end? What, what else do you do? Um, it it really depends on on the week. I think if you've got a really busy game week, you you're almost just non-stop with filming, editing, filming, editing, just constantly. Uh, there's no time for any sort of other stuff. There's there's stuff on the periphery that you do when you get time, which is like TikToks. So if you've got time, you can get on with them. Um, but sometimes if it's a three-game week where you're Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, it's like, you know, you've got to try and fit two days off in there. You've got, um, it's just, you know, it can be chaotic. But um, on a normal week, I probably start Monday off with uh, an inside match day from the Saturday. Sometimes I do it earlier if I think that it's it's one that everyone's waiting for. Um, so I'll sacrifice the Sunday and do it then. Uh, but if not, I'm doing that on a Monday. Take most of the day. Um and then sort of you get a lot of other things like um, goal of the month, stuff like that, that just crops up on you or community videos. You might have to do something for community. Um, on a Tuesday, you'd probably have either a game or might head down to the training ground or something for Inside Lost Stock. Um, you know, I think editing videos takes a lot longer than people probably think. So you can be, you can be editing things like Inside Lost Stock. I just made a note to actually. Just with that in mind, so keep that in mind. Yeah. So, um, you know, if, if it's a free week, I like to get down to the training ground at least once and do either TikToks or Inside Lost Talk or whatever. And probably have a day off on a Wednesday, something like that. And then Thursday, it's press conferences and we're off with that again, ready for the next game. Um, and away we go again, really, on that. Just um, on that. I made a note, and I did. I got my pen in my hands. You said that inside match day takes a day to, to edit, or uh, from yeah. court and put, you know, etc. But it's actually a ten minute video, isn't it? Uh, on average, yeah. About so that's quite interesting, isn't it? So I'm going to try and plug a few likes for you. So if people are watching the YouTube video, just give them a like on the one yeah. video, just yeah. obviously a bit of appreciation. The fact that it took him all day to do a 10-minute video. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I'm, I, you know, I'm horrendous as well. When I've put it on, I'm, I can't come off it for an hour. I'm just looking at comments and stuff. I've, you know, oh. you could go through any video, any video on that YouTube channel, I can tell you pretty much any comment on there. So <laughs> I'm all over that, don't worry. Um, yeah, it does take that type, that long to do. Um, depends on the result. If you've been beat, I, I try and normally limit it a little bit because the time can be spent in better ways, really, because yeah. it's not going to get the same numbers um, as a win. Um, and you could probably spend that time doing something else. Um, but it does take about that long, really. Um, it, it differs, depending. But particularly when you're away, because you've got more scene-setting stuff to put in of the stadium and stuff like that. There's more to put together there. Um, but, yeah, it, it varies. But it's about a day, yeah. It's not far off. Um, next question. Um, this is a, a belter, to be honest with you. And I'm looking forward to your response, my friend. Um, so it says, what has been uh, the best experience you've had to date whilst working at Bolton Wanderers Football Club? Uh, it's easy, to be honest. When we got promoted in League Two, um, to have been around the place for the first time, like I was, um, and to, to be there that day, which was unbelievable. Absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it more than anything else. Probably the best day of my life, to be honest. Um, so easy, yeah, that, definitely. You definitely didn't ask the lads to pour the ice over the manager at the end, did you? Just for no, no, yeah. I had no idea what was going on. I was just in euphoria. I was, I was what there, idea? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just there. Um, yeah, I loved it. It's brilliant. So I'm guessing you thanked them for doing that, though, afterwards, I would imagine. Yeah, well, <laughs> shortly after, it was my turn. So uh, I got a bit off um, a couple of the staff members as well. So it, it was just a brilliant day, you know. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I'll never forget it, to be honest. Before we go on to the next question, uh, I'm going to run through some of the comments that we've had on here. Um, so some of the things that we've had is one from Liam. Uh, he says, hi, Marcus, who's the longest in the shower? Oh, I, 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 to be fair, I don't... Uh, Why would you be hanging around your shower? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not there for that, luckily. Um, probably... Marcus, do us a big favour, mate. Never video that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, when I... When after Fleetwood, where I went into the dressing room for the the lads all chanting, uh, I think you'll see why I don't go into the dressing room after the game because the camera just absolutely steams up. It's freezing outside, and you go in there, it's red hot, so you can't see anything anyway. It was um, when you were yeah. wishing him happy birthday. Happy birthday, the gaffer's birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I ran in, and it was just you can't. If you watch the video, you can't see. I could have just put the sound over a, a white picture; it would look no different. But yeah. <laughs> Um, another one from Liam. I think this is in relation to one of the TikToks that you did. Um, right. and he's asking for your answer. Is there more wheels or is there more doors in the world? Oh, yeah, I still get this to this day. Um, from a couple <laughs> of the lads that, that still ask me. Um, I for ages thought it was wheels, but they didn't agree with me, so I had to change my answer because they were just relentless with it um <laughs> it probably is doors in the end but it is yeah it was from a tiktok and i was getting it all the time from them so i changed my, my answer to doors <laughs> uh one from malk and he said do the drone shots are great do you need permission to fly yeah um so i mean there's a few answers to that to fly your drone commercially like like i do for the football club you need a um it's not so much a license, but a, a, like a certificate of competency. Um, I've got that, obviously. And you need public liability insurance, which we covered as well. Um, and then to actually take off your drone in the stadium, depending on the make of the drone, um, DJI are the main ones, won't allow you to take off. You're in like a, a no-fly zone, so you have to 
go out onto your computer and authorise yourself, which is just permission from the football club, which obviously um, I, I've got. Um, I authorise it on the computer and then it'll let me fly and then we're away. Fantastic. Uh, another one from Liam. Uh, he said, was it Marcus that got Dapo, the party boy? No, that was actually um, Mikey, the guy who was doing this before me, Mikey O'Gara, um, I think, who got him that. Um, but yeah, that, that was a, a good one as well. I think I saw it at the side of the pitch after the game when I was getting my GoPros and I actually returned it to Dapo. I can't remember what he did with it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did get it back in the end as well. Them hats as well, they're from Tesco, just in case people... There you go. Well, yeah, I think it was Mike, I'm sure it was. Him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Liam has also asked, uh, are there any awards that you're up for? Because uh, obviously, I think the club won one for best season ticket campaign or something. Um, yeah. Are there any sort of internal awards or awards for videographers in the football industry? Not that I know of, um, no. I mean... Don't, I don't know what there is in terms of awards for videography um, in general, but I think there's some stuff for media departments and media campaigns such as season ticket yeah. videos, but not directly, no, not that I know of. Well, if there were, I'm sure you'd be in the mix for one of those. Uh, I'm sure everyone has raised another word that you've been doing recently. It's fantastic. Um, following on from Colin's question of what has been your best day out, I'm sure you can guess what my next one is. What what's 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 a stark contrast from promotion at Crawley? What is uh, what stands out as quite possibly the most different to that one? Uh, Stockport away. Um, no, oh no, god! Oh god! Not, not a yeah. great day. Um, Horrendous. I think. Yeah. The less said, the better on that one. Yeah, the less said, the better. But that's <laughs> literally forgot that. about that until just. A minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, back. to blame, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably the answer to that. Um, not great, yeah, move on, move on, yeah, Next. okay, right, well, that's me. Um, so who is your biggest influence at the club? Um, depends actually. I think, in terms of learning about what I'm doing and and sort of um, the sort of content we should be putting out and, and ideas on that, from uh, I'd say Luke who works with me, Luke Gallagher. I think yeah, he gives me a lot of ideas for stuff like that. Um, but then on the football side, um, probably just all the staff in general. I, I couldn't, probably couldn't pick any of them out, but I think um, they're brilliant. I've learned so much from them over the time, whether that's the manager or or even right the way through to the kit man and the, the sports science guys. Just, you know, those guys out there, um, probably them, they're the biggest influence. And, uh Next question. Um, who has been the most influential person outside of your work life? Um, in terms of for what I do at work or just in general? I'd, I'm, I'm, I will, there is an elaboration, but I'm just going to say for what you do at work, just because obviously it's one just related, isn't it? So. Um, I'd probably say my dad then on that one, because obviously he's a bottom fan. Um, mm. you know, if I, if he, first thing he says when I walk through the door... Have you got it? Have you filmed it right? Let's see it. Is it good? Is it bad? Whatever. Um, with with him being as bothered about it as, as me, probably my dad on that one for work. Um, he's at the match, so he sees me legging it round. He's killing himself laughing all <laughs> this. So, yeah. yeah. So, in terms of, obviously, it's really good hearing about what, what you're doing at Bolton, but what's next for Marcus? Um 
uh, any chance that we'll get to plug this, we will do. So if if you are watching and you weren't aware, Marcus has just launched uh, a video company doing bits of freelance work um, on the side. Uh, and am I right in saying that's the Bolton Video Company? That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, it's not It's not in any way to replace Bolton or to move on from Bolton or anything like that. It's just alongside what I'm doing. Uh, it gives me the opportunity to get sort of new um, opportunities that I'll just never get inside football, whether that's sort of like weddings or promotional videos for stuff. I'll, the problem is with my job, I kind of do the same thing week in, week out. Um, it's just nice to get a little bit of variety where where I can. So uh, that sort of thing is is what that's there for. But it's not like a replacement for for work or moving out of work or anything like that. So people Absolutely. got any people got any events coming up in the personal lives? Yeah, you know where to go. You know where to go. Yeah. If you're liking so much, say that is. If you don't, then you also know where yeah. not to go. So, yeah. <laughs> you're getting married and you want Marcus running around your your ceremony. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll chase you up the uh, up the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. Um, so we have got some questions from the viewers, obviously, that have been sent in uh, over the course of the last two or three weeks, I think, since we announced it. Um, and we'll start off with this one from Liam that's actually just put it in the chat. Um, he said, on new signings, how do you make them feel relaxed? He said, that first video, sometimes you see a nerve in them, resulting in them saying, yeah, 100% and, and, and other things like that. So what techniques, if any, do you use to make them obviously feel relaxed behind the camera? I'm aware that some of them, like the likes of Cameron Jerome, have probably done it a million times before. So probably don't need much much telling how to do it. But how do you get yeah. the, some of the younger lads on board and, and comfortable behind the camera? Um, it's a good question. I think, obviously, like you say, it depends on the lad, but we just have a normal standard routine that we do, unless we're doing something elaborate or something different. Um, most of the announcement videos are fairly similar and, and the schedule is pretty similar. Um, so the first thing we'll have them do is is kind of have the pictures taken so they don't even need to necessarily act up to the camera because they're, they're too focused on what they're doing. So they don't even need to know I'm there, I'm just filming them. Um, so they don't really have to worry about that. But then before the interview, we normally have them do the goal gifts, which obviously are a little bit silly. Um, but when you've got them doing something like that, it kind of breaks the ice a little bit. Can you just stand there with that shark, please? Um, is normally how it starts. <laughs> so, that's okay, I'm yeah. popcorn. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So by the time they've done that, it, they almost are not that bothered about the interview because they've made themselves look worse on there. So that's normally how. But with someone like, you say, like Cameron Drew, it, it, it doesn't really matter what you do. He knows, you know, he's been around the block. He, he, he knows exactly what you're doing and... and how to conduct himself but that's what we normally do um you should see the look on some of the faces when i have this green screen up and i'm saying right i just needed to get in both the kits and do you know some stuff for these props that i've got here and it's just a box of absolute junk um <laughs> and just look at you like what what you're talking about <laughs> so, yeah <clears throat> i've got a question for you on that are any yeah. uh, any any players that we've signed or, or even just like players that we haven't signed really can being a bit, bit um, creative. Have any of them ever come up with their own ideas as to kind of what to do with the props, or is it all just kind of yeah, you know, yeah. what you? Yeah. Um, well, we did like a day at the start before the season started, um, where they all came in and we had them all doing it together. Um, absolute <laughs> chaos it was. Um, we'd we'd been out and bought a load of stuff for them to 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 use, and uh, we had literally the full squad stood there, the staff the manager everyone was stood there watching um so they'd all be kind of gathered around while they're doing it but that kind of gave you a better set of gifts as you know what i mean because they're all taking the mick out of each other it was quite a fun atmosphere it yeah. was it was chaos but with the new signings particularly in january it'll just they kind of stood there with 
maybe Chris or, or me and, and the media guys. And it's like, right, can you just stand there in front of all of us that you've never met before and do something? <laughs> so you'll notice on the new line is they're probably not as as sort of uh, free as all the other ones and sort of as funny necessarily, but that's why. Um, so I don't really blame them because I think if it was my first time meeting someone and they, they asked me to to do what Ride I a pinata. Them, like, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's probably Well, why. you're here. If you um, can just jump on this donkey pinata. Well, well, especially... <laughs> Especially if we signed them from City or Man United and the week before they were giving you Brian and they're the... <laughs> That's the thing, you know, that, yeah, they're doing stuff with Sky Sports in the Prem and then they come here and I've got them holding up um, absolute stupid stuff. I can't even like it's begin awesome. to explain some of the stuff we've got over there from. So they almost look at you like, is this is this like a joke or something? But no, it's good. <laughs> they all do it. They've all been really good. No one, no one said no or anything like that, but... Um, it's always fun when we have to do the gifts because everyone's like, what are you doing? There's another one that's been popped in uh, and it said, does Marcus ever feel intimidated at away grounds? Um, you must have a nerve about you, even with our own fans, which I can imagine going to places like Sheffield Wednesday and, you know, even Ipswich and, and Derby and some of the, the really quite big grounds with often quite noisy fans. Do you do you ever get intimidated? Um. Not really. I think it, it kind of depends. I think actually you'd be surprised that the, the bigger grounds like Sunderland last year when we were doing it there um, and Sheffield Wednesday are normally the better grounds to go to. You get more abuse at Fleetwood than you do there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Markham. Yeah, yeah you, well, you do. Uh, Markham and, and, and places like that are probably the places that you get the most abuse. It, it's not even, you know, it's not intimidating. You just kind of block it out. You just don't look up. That's what I do anyway. Um, it's just part of the game isn't it and you just get on there it's, it's not it's i don't take it to heart really you get called all sorts of stuff you just kind of just walk past it's not the end of the world um but it depends where you are you know sometimes it's worse than other times but a lot of the places are, are great and you know it's it's fine really no one's no one's too uh too bad with the adult front good fantastic uh one that we had sent in on twitter was who's got the worst dress sense in the changing room so obviously now everyone comes suited and booted in their in their suits but post suit era who's got the worst dress sense what's the worst outfit you've seen uh traff um, it's gotta be traff on it it's gotta be traff <laughs> yeah it, it, it is traff you won't you won't stop <laughs> me saying that but um yeah, it's uh, it, you know it, it's it's good because it's good laugh, but I don't think he sees it as a laugh. Obviously, I think he don't like it when I'm laughing at him. But it, it's not laughing at him. It's just you know it's funny. He, he wears some good stuff. It's um you know it's all part of the the environment on the training ground. Everyone's you know it's always a positive place to go when you go into the training ground. You always have got a smile on your face. So, um, but I'd say Traff probably he comes in some some good stuff. Um, He's got a bold dress sense, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got all sorts of stuff. You wouldn't believe some of the stuff that he's got. It's it's brilliant. He gives the impression that he wouldn't really care too much about what people think as well. Am I right with that or not? Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't really, no. Um, he's brilliant, though, Traff. Um, he's a really nice lad. and um, I can't say anything bad about him at all. He's brilliant. He's just... He, he if you could kidnap him at the end of the season, like, Marcus, that would be great. If you could just... I'll have to, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, no, he's brilliant. There's a few like that. that that'll be good too, because inevitably he's going to have a good career in it. So it'd be good for you to um, look back in, you know, 10 years and, you know, say that you've worked with him and stuff when he's when he's obviously playing at a, a lot higher level. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, there's a few like that. Connor as well. 
Um, mm. Absolutely brilliant, brilliant guys that are, honestly you walk past them on the on the training ground and they're just so nice to you. Um, they're going to go very far in their careers. So it's, yeah, it's a pleasure working with them really. Uh, one from H Pennington sixteen over on Twitter, and he said, "Where do you think you're going to finish in the table? Do you think we'll manage to make promotion?" Uh, he's asking you for a prediction. Answer this from a fan's perspective, by the way. Yeah, it always is. To be fair, um, <laughs> I think I think we'll end up in the playoffs. Uh, I I don't know how we'll do in the playoffs. Got no idea. It's a complete lottery, but I think that's where we'll end up. Um, I think we'll have a good end to the season. And there's just some really good teams in the um, in the in the division, so I think we'll we'll definitely end up in the playoffs. Uh, and where we go from there could be anyone's guess. It's absolute chaos, and I've never even seen us play in the playoffs in my life. So I've, I've you know I've no idea what it's going to be like, but I'm not looking it's forward so to it. It's so intense. That. It's horrible. Know, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it's but brilliant but very, awful. Very enjoyable at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah brilliant you know, but like, awful. It could be really rewarding if you go up that way. It's just if you don't, it's not great. I can imagine, but um, yeah, I, I am looking forward to it. I think we, I think we'll end up there. To be honest, um, I think we'll give it a good go as well if we do. You'll have uh, a, a, almost a bit of a warm up should we make it through to the final of the cup. Um, I would say a... that actually, Ben, you'd be wise to just ask the question to the FA and say what are the rules around. The Wembley video videography. Are you allowed to run around Wembley and chase people? <laughs> you're drawn to Wembley. Short answers no. Yeah, the short right. answers no, and the long answers no as well. No, you can't. <laughs> um, I'm sure I'm going to be given a. Yeah, I think I'm going to be given a, a spot and a bright pink bib, and you're staying there. I think if we get there, so um, yeah, that, that's probably what I'm going to have to do. But yeah, that's fine. Uh, try your look. Make try, it. try your look at the Papa John's, and if you get away with it, then you know. Yeah, well, yeah, and equally, if I don't get away with it, then we've got no inside match here for the playoff final to make it. <laughs> Maybe not, then. Should we not do that? <laughs> I'll give it a go. Best. We'll see. Uh, uh, Matt and Luke have both asked. Uh, I'm assuming these are pretty interested in the videography side of things, but they've both asked, what camera and lens combo do you have? Um I think Matt said as well specifically that the depth of field on some of the inside match day shots are really good uh, and there's been a significant improvement in those across the season. Um, for all the camera technicals out there, what, what camera and lens are you using? Um, so there's two answers to that. So I've, I use, I've started using my freelance camera recently, which might be the difference in quality because um, now that I've got it, I thought I'd try and see if it makes much difference inside match day while I've got it. So my camera um, is an FX30 with um, 18 to 105 mil zoom, um, which is really good. It, I, I can see the quality difference myself massively, but no one seems to comment it, so I don't know if anyone else can see it. Um, but then the work camera is um, a Sony a7 II, um, which isn't really ideal, but it, it, it does the job and we've got some really good stuff out of it. So yeah, uh, they're the, the cameras, um, but if you ever see a slight difference in the qualities, one's the FX13, one's the uh, A72. Fantastic. Um, I'm hoping that you'll know the answer to this because I don't even know what the question means. Uh, <laughs> Matt has also asked, what LUTs are you, are you using or are they custom? Uh, he said there's some proper moodiness in there. If that makes any sense to you, then feel free to answer. Yeah, it does. Um, they are custom. Um 
I've kind of got a set one that I use, but I, I'll have to figure out where you can get it from. I can't remember where you get it from now. It's like a, it was one that I, I sourced online, but I kind of adapted it a little bit. Um, it's not really got an obvious name, so I can't really give you any help on that. But it is, it is really good, and I use the same one all the time. So, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Chris, who is a friend of the podcast, has asked, uh, who's the most annoying player or backroom staff member when you're filming your material and why? So uh, is there one of those lads that always comes over and just pushes the camera or puts the hand yeah. over the lens? Yeah. Uh, there's two answers to that. We've got um, on the, the backroom staff, we've got the kit man, Ted. He's an absolute nightmare. Um, whether it's when it comes to filming his kit or whether it's just in general, he could walk past and do anything. Um He's a nutter. Uh, and then in terms of the players, we've got George Johnson, who's arguably worse. Um, he's, <laughs> he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, but like you say, I think on one, not maybe not the last inside match, the one before, if you watch as I'm walking out the tunnel for the warm-up, he just, he slams the door in my face on the way. He just knows that <laughs> it ruins everything. So he's like that. Any opportunity, uh, he's definitely the worst. No question from the players. Um, <laughs> but it's good. It's brilliant, you know, because you get, you get some good stuff, but he's definitely the worst. Uh, Daniel JB77 has asked, what's the funniest fan experience you've seen whilst filming Inside Match Day? Is the one that stands out? Because I'm sure you've seen a few. Yeah. Uh, Fleetwood went and Dapo scored and there's a fella just... Oh, the green, the green guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can't remember if he's wearing green, but he's got like car air fresheners on his ears, I think. And then he's uh, he's like his face is sliding down the barrier as he falls over it. Um, <laughs> so watch the Dapo goal. I'm sure you'll see. It. I'm sure he's got car air fresheners over his ears or something. He looks he's brilliant. I don't know what he's doing, but he's, he's brilliant. That's definitely. I thought you were going to say the um, fella that that ran the length of the pitch. That's who I meant. The guy in green, but there, you meant yeah. the other guy, didn't you? Yeah. He's up there. I mean, stuff like that is a nightmare for me because I I need to try and avoid filming it because it's obviously we can't sit there promoting that. Um, but it is yeah. brilliant. Yeah. One, one, you, you obviously a, a little bit before your time, I think, to be honest with you. But there was an incident at Sheffield Wednesday, I think, probably like maybe six, seven years ago, uh, where a Wanderers fan actually <laughs> celebrated and fell from the top tier into the bottom. He were all right, no, he had. yeah. There's, wow. there's actually a video of that on YouTube somewhere, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That were, that were quite, uh, incident, yeah. I think he's survived that. I think that just about concludes today's episode. If you have got any questions at home and you want to drop them in, uh, then do feel free and we'll we'll try and ask them before we close off. Um, but again, just before we finish, just wanted to, to, to plug Marcus's thing again. Um, so the Bolton Video Company, you'll be able to go and find him on Twitter. Um, we After this, we'll obviously put a thank you post out for coming on. Um, but you'll be able to go and find some links over there as well. Um, so if you have, if you've got weddings, birthdays, or anything coming up that you think you might want to, want an inside wedding, uh, Marcus is the man to go to, and he'll sort you out with those. Um, and of course, for us as well, next Sunday we've got uh, an exciting episode coming up that we're looking forward to bringing to you. Um, I can't give away too much, and I don't want to big it up too much. There were some pretty rogue guesses in the chat last time um so you might want to just bring, bring your expectations down just a bit. um but yeah next sunday's episode you don't want to miss it uh you want to tune in for that one 
Um, but yes, thanks everyone I've for watching. A very quick question, if you don't mind, Ben. It's in relation nope, to, absolutely. in my opinion, one of the best elements of, of your work is obviously the drone footage. Would it is it possible, or would it be possible to record drone footage during the game, or not? No, um, there's some quite strict rules with the drones, um, and the main one, probably the biggest one, is is avoiding crowds of people. Um, right. It specifically says as well, football games in any way, whether you work there or whether whatever, you definitely can't. Which is a shame because it's brilliant, and I, I actually don't believe drones are that dangerous, but it's just that sometimes they fall in the wrong hands. So that's yeah. the rules. You, you definitely can't. Um, it's a shame. I think you. I've seen it somewhere. Um, you do sometimes see it online. You can get special permission um, from the CAA, but you have to give them all detailed flight plans and insurance documents and stuff like that. And so not really easily, no. Um, but yeah, you could if you really, really, really tried, but you'd have to go through a lot of hoops to do that. So I guess just when... what I really sorry, sorry. I want a quick one as well, but I'll let you carry on. No, I was going to ask. Obviously, Sky Sports do the camera on that kind of string kind of motion, don't they? Yeah. Obviously, you'll know the technical term for that. that yeah, is that ever, yeah, spider cam. Yeah, that's the one. Is it ever looked at as a possibility for kind of our level, or is it just something that's like Premier League only type thing? Um, yeah, it's it's um, it'd be well out of our reach. It's kind of um, to be honest, even in the Premier, like the Champions League, the clubs don't own it. It's it, and Sky don't even own it. I don't think it's kind of brought in. Um, specifically for them, um, it's yeah. you know it's the sort of camera that costs hundreds of thousands, um, and then finding someone to operate one as well. But they are absolutely brilliant. Um, mm. But you, I think you, when you kind of get to that level in the Premier League, it kind of just happens for you that you know the Premier League clubs yeah. don't operate them. That it's kind of done for them, to be honest. Um, but yeah, they, they are absolutely brilliant. But at this level, it won't be. But that's a good footage, though, won't we? Some last like last ten minute goals yeah. and that. Yeah, well, inside match day looked totally different, wasn't it, from there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saved me a lot of running as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, my last question, Marcus, was just to, to kind of, I assume you did the drone footage for the season ticket campaign. No, I didn't actually. Did you not? Um, no, and it's absolutely fantastic. I was a little bit jealous. Like it's that. so oh. good. Um, <laughs> no, it's brilliant. Um it's from a first-person drone, which is slightly different to the sort of stuff I had up until very recently. Um, so they're the ones where you wear these, which are like big goggles, um, and you put them on your face. Hang on, let me plug them. Um, and you can see what the drone sees, basically. So you look like a big wasp Aww. or something. Like um, a superhero. Yeah, like so you put that on your face. You put that on your face, and you see what the drone sees. So by doing that, you can kind of gauge where you are a little bit better because the problem is with a drone when you're flying it it's hard to tell if you're going to fit through things when you're not actually on it so by having that you can kind of see exactly what the drone sees and that's what the guys did with that um a really really cool first person drone which i do have one now but not to that level um so you're going to see more and more of similar stuff but not to that level those guys were absolute experts on that I can imagine it's a bit of a shock wearing that if you crash it, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, <laughs> to be honest. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's not a great sight. Fantastic. Well, thanks, as always, for coming on. Uh, we really do appreciate it. It's been great uh, getting you on, uh, and I'm sure it won't be the last we see of you. Um, but, yes, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, and like we said, Bolton Video Company, go and take a look. 
Um, Marcus does some really great work. And if you want a slice of that, then you know where to go. Thank you all for watching. We really do appreciate it. And we will see you on Sunday for a very special episode. So uh, that's all from us. And we shall see you all later. Take care.